We come to this place for magic. We come to pop pull review, to laugh, to cry, to drink. Because we need that, all of us. That indescribable feeling we get when we hit the play button and go somewhere we've never been before. Sound that I can feel. Somehow, heartbreak feels good in a place like this. Not just entertained, but somehow reborn. Together. Pop Poor Review. We make movie podcasts better. 10,000 years will give you such a crick in the neck. Hang on a second. Whoa! Welcome back. Have you popped open a beer or poured yourself a glass of wine yet? Because you're listening to Pop Poor Review with Jimmy Chico. Hi. Kelly Gong. Hello. And myself, Matt Chico. We are the movie podcast where we journey through the IMDb Top 250 list. If you don't have a drink for today, you can try... This episode's inspired drink based off of number 248, Aladdin. It is Prince Ali, tea, sugar, light and dark rum, lemon juice, lime juice, and mint. Why can't you just use sweetened tea instead of tea and sugar? Is it a hot drink? I was going to use a tea bag. Okay, but but you can just get sweet tea. I guess. But is it a hot drink? That's the issue. I don't know. I guess you can choose your own adventure with this one. Okay. So either sweet tea cold or tea bags warm. Okay. Okay. Like I said, number 248, Aladdin, 1992. Uh, the director, Ron Clements and John Musker. Writers, Ron Clements, John Musker, and Ted Elliott. Starring Scott Wingner, Robin Williams, Lyndon, Linda Larkin, Gilbert Gottfried, and Jonathan Freeman. It's Gottfried. Gottfried, thank you. The IMDb rating is 8. It's uh, 8.0. <laughs> it's, it's 8. I don't know why I was like expecting to say a number after. It's just uh, 8 out of 10, I guess. Um, the Rotten Tomato score compared to that is critics 95%, audiences 92%, the letterbox 3.9 out of 5. Um, the domestic box office 217, uh, 480 adjusted for inflation, worldwide 504 million and 1.1 billion adjusted for inflation. Uh, the Oscars, it had a bunch. Uh, best song, it won a whole new world. It won Best Score. It was nominated for Best Sound. It was nominated for Best Sound Effect Editing. I don't remember when they got rid of that because I was like, that's not real. Um, <laughs> and then the, another Best Song, Friend Like Me, was nominated. So as we always start, do you think it should be number 248? And do you think it should even be on the list in general? Kelly, I'll start with you. Yes. I'm actually not sure whether or not it deserves to be in the top 250. I like Aladdin and I like the movie, but I'm not sure if... like. I, I guess because Aladdin's not, like, for the Disney Renaissance, Aladdin's not at, like, my top. So, like, it's hard for me to say it deserves to be in the top 250 because I just feel like, I don't know. I, I, I guess I'll say no okay. for me personally. Jimmy? I was going to say no as well because I feel like there are better Disney Renaissance films that are not on this list. Yeah, that's why I'm like, there are better films on this list than Aladdin. So I think it should be on it. I think it could be a little higher, but after doing some research, I was like, oh, like how many Disney Renaissance films are in the top 250? Do you want to know the shocking number? It's none. It's just This Aladdin. is the only one, which yeah. I'm like kind of shocked. That's like why, not even Beauty and the Beast. That's why I was like, this is weird. I don't like it. Like that's what I'm saying. Like I do agree that it should. I mean, I, I do think it should be on the 250 list, but I would certainly swap it out for another, like for like Beauty and the Beast mm-hmm. or for, oh no, I'm sorry. Lion King's also on there. But I'm just shocked that like Aladdin's there over just like Beauty and the Beast for me. And I, that was actually quite surprising when I read that. Jimmy, before we dive into the movie, can you please share, what, what do we call you, a synopsis king? Did we say that last week? The synopsis king. Mm-hmm. king. The synopsis king. Please share your beautiful synopsis. 
Aladdin is a poor street rat who spends his time stealing food from the marketplace in the city of Agrabah. His adventures begin when he meets a young girl who happens to be Princess Jasmine, who is forced to be married by her wacky yet estranged father. Aladdin's luck suddenly changes when he retrieves a magical lamp from the Cave of Wonders. What he unwittingly, when he, what he unwittingly gets is a fun-loving genie who only wishes to have his freedom. Little do they know that the Sultan's sinister advisor, Jafar, has his own plans for both Aladdin and the lamp. You were so close to having that perfect. I know, I know. It was really, really close. <laughs> Unwittingly got me. I know, I was like, I was like, wow, like, before, as you flubbed, I was like, damn, he was on a roll. That was, and that was a decently sized one. Um, anyway, moving on to shotgun facts. Uh, most of the facts are about Robin Williams because most of the facts I saw online are about Robin Williams. Number one, during the course of the recording, uh, the late Robin Williams improvised so much they had almost 16 hours of material. Because of this, the script was rejected for Best Adapted Screenplay at the Academy Awards. Why would it be adapted? What is it adapted? Oh, I guess the, the short stories. Book. Number two, Robin Williams is what many say is the best part of the movie, but he almost was not genie. Um, Albert Brooks, John Candy, Matt Frewer, John Goodman, Steve Martin, Eddie Murphy, and Martin Short were all considered at one point to provide the voice of Genie. Could any of them top Robin Williams, you think? No, but John Goodman could have done well. See, that wasn't my... F- I thought... I thought I was thinking of John Candy. I was thinking Martin Short. I, I thought Martin, Martin Short, too, but like I don't know if they'd be able to surpass him. They would... I would be fine if they were in the role, but yeah. they wouldn't be able to surpass Robin Williams. I think I think Martin Short would probably get the close for me. It would get the closest for me. John Candy, Eddie Murphy too. I feel like can get a could get close. Eddie Murphy's Mushu, so true. He wouldn't be able to do Mushu. Yeah. Um, the next one is a little long. There's a big gap of years between those movies, so I know. But the toll this movie would have taken on him, it just would have <laughs> the toll. He would have he would have had to take a big break. Uh, number three, Robin Williams provided the voice of Genie at union scale rate, which is the lowest legal pay rate the studio can give an actor. Um, on the provisions that his voice was not used for merchandising and that the Genie character did not take up more than 25% of the space of the poster, ad, billboard, or trailer. Uh, these were When these wishes were not granted, he withdrew his support from Disney in the film. As a result, his name was not included in the Art of Aladdin book, and he was not available for the directed video sequel Aladdin 2, The Return of Jafar, or the Aladdin TV show. In an attempt to get back in good graces with Williams, uh, Disney CEO, then CEO Michael Eisner apologized to him with a peace offering of an original Pablo Picasso. Uh, still angered and feeling betrayed by Disney, Williams would not accept the gift. It was not until Disney chairman Jeffrey Katzenberg was fired and replaced by Joe Roth that Williams made peace with Disney. Though Roth, a public apo- through Roth, a public apology was given. Promises to right wrongs were kept, and Williams was. So touched that he returned to reprise his role in the second direct-to-video sequel, Aladdin and the King of Thieves. Now, they're like, here's my apology, and here's a Picasso. That, it wasn't you even get. a Pablo Picasso. It was a picture of Pablo Picasso. Okay. Oh, see, they said they said an original Pablo Picasso painting. Yeah, but like... It, it was a self To clarify, it was a, po- a picture of Pablo Picasso, which but, also he was just kind of like, what the fuck? <laughs> See, I remember you said that. I didn't realize clues. that he came back in the third one. Well, I thought this happened during like a direct-to-sequel one. I know he didn't come back, and he never really worked with Disney again after this. I guess that was his like, oh, thank you, I'll do this movie, and then I think he was done, yeah. Um, but I know that was one That was one of your clues, right, last year? It was. Last year. Last year. Last week. Um, number four, Aladdin was the third and final Disney film 
Alan Menken and Howard Ashman had collaborated on, with Tim Rice taking over as lyricist after Ashman died in 1991. Also, just promote this movie because it's so good. Watch um, Howard on Disney+. Plus. Great movie. If I, you like these Renaissance films. But you know what I did hear a lot of in this movie? When I would like the score started playing something. What? I, I kept hearing poor, unfortunate soul. I did. I heard little. Th- I did hear little like things from other movies in this one. But maybe because like. They just got lazy and they were just like, oh, we'll just bang on another couple songs. Get some nominations. It's probably the tempo. It's the tempo of the songs. They have like the same tempo. It's like. Doo, 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 doo. And number five. This was my favorite because it's. I. Wasn't expecting to see this on a, a fun things about the movie. The director reportedly based Jafar, particularly the character's Machiavellian, inte- Machiavellian intentions, on former First Lady Nancy Reagan. Aw, interesting. I was like, okay, that's a, that's an interesting approach, but he's a good villain. So those are my shotgun facts. We'll be right back. Oh, hi. Didn't hear you there. This is Amy. And Lexi. And we're coming at you from Confessions of Retail. All the tea. If you're a retail employee like us, then you know that there are some crazy, off-the-wall things that happen in your line of work. Join us every Wednesday while we spill all this hot confessional tea on the line of work known as retail. Everything from our own experiences to listener-submitted stories. And let me tell you, there are some crazy things that happen that even we can hardly believe. I know, right? You can find us on any major podcast directory. You can join us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, you can follow us on Twitter. And if you have hot tea to spill, you can send it our way to confessions of retail all the tea at gmail.com. We will see you in the confessional booth. And we're back, Aladdin. Um, I have a question. So a lot of the reviews I saw, they had the three things that made it a good movie. And one of them said great songs, a good villain, a great sidekick. Another one said Similar, it's pretty much the same thing. Great songs, actual, excellent, colorful visuals, and the unique humor of Robin Williams. I'm assuming you all enjoy the movie, even though you said it might not be on the top 250. You enjoy it, though, still, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are the few things that made it stand out for you? Robin Williams. The music. I would say. I would say probably. I. I did. I think this was more visual too than some other of the other ones. I mean, I understand because we had this conversation about using a lot of like CGI was used in this movie. Like, but I don't know. I just didn't think that visually it was that stunning. I thought the voice acting was probably the best part besides the music. And that's kind of like what I'm mostly interested in. Like I'll play the Aladdin soundtrack more than I will watch the movie. (laughs) Like, of course I think the music and the voice acting are great and reasons why I really like this movie like to me the visuals added to the energy of it just being more fun than other Disney movies that I'm comparing it to but Robin Williams I think like because it, it the movie definitely felt different when he was on like yeah. once he came on it kind of he just took over which in a good way but I, I yeah the music is good and there was I was I did some I know we were talking about the the animation and like apparently this was only like the second one that did the cg backgrounds with 2d originals or mm-hmm. 2d drawings which was then used for tarzan i can't remember what you said kelly jimmy you said you didn't like that no i said i was surprised that i forgot how much they used it 
But do, do you like that that format of like 2D and 3D? Uh, it was weird. I don't know if it was because the the one on Disney Plus, that's a 4K version, right? I believe, yeah. I was maybe it was because it was 4K, it just looked out of place. But then like there was one part where they're escaping the Cave of Wonders where it literally looked like the Windows 95 screensaver. <laughs> I know what he's talking about. Sometimes, I, I mean, yeah, sometimes. It was very pixelated, and I was like, oh. I was like, I was thinking like to myself, I was like, oh, wait, no, this background's really cool. I, I kind of like the way they're doing this, and I'm like, oh, no, that's Windows 95. Because <laughs> I enjoyed it, but I, I think that was the one downside. It's like, because even Beauty and the Beast, with that parts that had it, it did have bad at times, but like also. But like it was a, subtle, I feel like, in Beauty and the Beast. This one, like. The full Cave of Wonders lion head was like just a different animation type, and it just kind of throws you. No, I know because I, I have that sometimes when I watch. Even though I like this, the meshing of both of them, because I like two D and I kind of miss that, but I also like the mesh of the three D. You and the Beast when they're in the ball, when they're in the 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 dancing scene. Sometimes, depending on what version you're watching, it is like can kind of get very Windows ninety five y. But I'm like, I'm also I feel like that's like a for me like a oh I kind of like that nostalgia, Eric. Oh, Eric. The, I don't know why I said that nostalgia aspect of it, but that's just me. What's your favorite song, Jim? His, I know his favorite song. Uh, it's the the, the first one. Yeah, Arabian Nights. No, no, no the, the second one, the one, one with the Aladdin. Yeah. yeah. What's yours, Kelly? A whole new world. I actually do think all the songs are great, but "Friend Like Me" has a special place in my heart. I don't know. But do you know what I noticed? What? Jasmine in the movie says, I'm not speechless. And I was like, that's where they got the song Speechless from. OMG, didn't realize that, bro. I she said it. something about like being speechless. No, and she I'm, didn't. I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, if only I was like, it, I did feel like she, I wish they gave her more to do in this one. Because I, mean, I feel like that was the one aspect she I wish. Was, but you know what the thing is, is that they rewrote the screenplay so she had more to do. So originally she had literally less than what she does now in the movie. I, know. I feel like she does nothing until the end with Jafar. Yeah. Where she like tries to seduce him so Aladdin can get the lamp. I'm like, she's literally done nothing. And there was, a, <laughs> and apparently there was like a whole scene they animated and everything where I think it was like after they like. Uh, Prince Ali, Jafar, and the Sultan are talking about, like, you're going to marry my daughter. And she's like, well, this is kind of rude. You're talking about me without me being here. And they're literally said, instead of her going to a new room and animating a whole new room, they're like, we couldn't. It was too much. So we had to put her in, like, crying in a corner. And I was like, that was your solution? Like, your solution was just have her crying in the corner. Oh, is that when Aladdin, like, meets her for the first time or something? It's no. when, like, Prince Ali comes in, right? They're talking, oh, my God, you have to marry my daughter. Like, this is oh, great. Yes, yes, and then she comes in, she's like... I have to decide. I do feel like that's the that's what I liked about the new one. Even though I liked the original better, the new one had gave her much more to do. Even well, though I love speechless, speechless does not I mean, fit with the music. But I Jasmine that. is not like I feel like with other Disney Renaissance movies, the princess is like the lead. Where here she's not. She's not the lead. No. So like they, she's literally just like there to be the love interest. So you're saying that does that bother you or it doesn't bother you as much because she isn't the lead of the film? She is not the lead. So it's not like they're just like, she's just not really there. So yeah, it doesn't bother me as much as if like Ariel was like barely there and it was about Prince Eric. I'm like, you like sleeping beauty. Yeah. Sleeping, but sleeping, sleeping beauty is Maleficent's movie. I, that's I truly feel like that is a Maleficent movie. Well, that's why they have and a Maleficent film. That's but why Sleeping Beauty itself is called Sleeping Beauty. Yes. Would you have rather them tweak the story where it was more about Jasmine, mm -hmm. or you rather be about Aladdin? 
Well, I'd rather be about Aladdin for 1992 in an animated film that's 90 minutes, but when they, you know, expand upon it in 2019, yes, you need to give Jasmine a little more, a little more oomph. Because I, I, cause there was a lot of, there were some reviews that like, they were like, eh, this movie's all right. And like on top of it, Aladdin was such a unappealing hero. But also, I, going back to the remake, I feel like the genie is the lead in the remake. Yeah, because it's Will Smith. And Aladdin and Jasmine are just there for the ride. But couldn't you say that sort of for this one too? Because once he comes on, he he pretty much takes over. No, agreed. No, no, but it's still Aladdin's. Like, I feel like just it's Aladdin's movie, but the genie in the remake is like, boom. See, I see, I see that in both, technically. I feel like so. I, I think Robin Williams just has such a big presence in the film. That's why he's. That's why it feels like that. But I don't think he's by in any means the lead in this film. I just think that the reason why I I like the film, I probably it's not it's not one of the Disney Renaissance films that I'm like I'm definitely gonna go back and watch it often. Um, the biggest thing for me is that I actually find all the characters besides genie uninteresting so the com reviews that you were saying that they're like oh you know it's kind of eh, like i don't really care about aladdin it's like that's kind of how i feel like i just don't like i think her her dad's a dud i think aladdin's kind of a dud jasmine's kind of a dud jafar's i like okay. jafar i think he's a a good villain he, he's I okay he's a better villain than gaston so that's where i I think he's a you know yeah I'll say he's better than Gaston. You actually kind of have like a he's got like a he's just evil. Yeah, so Jafar and he's got powers. Okay, Jafar is eh for me, but he's not terrible. That's why it's like then the genie gives a pop to the movie. If Robin Williams wasn't in the movie and didn't give so much pop, I probably would never watch this movie. One of the reviews literally said the side characters. I think I know you're not included because you thought Jafar was just meh, but. People say that because of Jafar, because of Genie, they overwash like Jasmine and Aladdin completely, well, which I, I kind of think, agree. I don't think Jasmine and Aladdin really have any personality at all. Jasmine did like nothing. Like a couple times she's like, dad, it's my choice. It's like, okay, but you like did fucking nothing. No, ja- I that that was a big starking, like I I guess because I haven't seen it, I saw the, uh, re- the remake. I was like, oh, like Jasmine, I forgot how much they added to her that like, I still like Aladdin. I know I see you're saying that he can easily get washed to the background, but I, I do enjoy him. But I Jasmine, think, they needed to give so much more to. Yeah, I just don't think Aladdin in him in it in himself is a interesting character because even in the remake, he's the weakest. And I'm not saying that against Mana Masood, who like that was his like first thing ever. It's just he had a character that isn't just doesn't pop on the screen. And I will say that watching the animated movie gave me a greater appreciation for the live action movie, and I actually think I might prefer the live action Aladdin over the oh really over I, the cartoon. I do too. I think that's one of the only live action movies that I enjoy better than the cartoon. See, my only one is the Jungle Book. I like better than the um, original. Uh, well, are we talking like Renaissance films? Oh, I just meant the live action because ones. I do like Alice in Wonderland. I will say though, watching it because I I don't remember if I watched. I think I saw the remake most recently, and I remember I fought you guys. I'm like, oh, I don't think Jafar is that bad. But then watching Jafar in the Jafar original, horrible, and the, the Jafar in the live action, I'm like, he doesn't give like an ounce of like 
the same vibe. He just gives off like pathetic. Besides Jafar, I prefer the live action Aladdin. I do remake. like the Jasmine in the live action movie. What's well, her name? Naomi Scott. Because mm-hmm. well, they, I think if that's the one aspect of the remake I like better than the original, because like they actually gave her something to do. I just, I don't know. I, I, the only movie I like better than the the remake better than the original is Jungle Book. I, there hasn't been a Renaissance one that I like better. Now, now Matt. Yes. You have seen this film in every medium. I was going to say that, actually. Film, you have seen this portrayed on animation and mm-hmm. live action and on Broadway. Yes. And you, you, you know by heart. So have I. No, no. He knows by heart. Because I worked. Because he, uh, worked, yeah. I worked, he worked. I was an usher for the uh, Aladdin Broadway. So what is your favorite medium? Um, Probably. I just, I like, I think just because it's a renaissance nostalgia, Eric. Why do I keep saying Eric? I don't, I don't know. know. Nostalgia. Are you getting ready for Little Mermaid, I think? <laughs> yeah, I just want Eric. <laughs> Eric. I just want Eric. Uh, it's the nostalgia aspect of it. I'm trying to say aspect and saying Eric. Um, I think because you keep going to say renaissance era and then nostalgia. Yes, I'm just trying to combine all the words at once. But I think it's the remake. I mean, I think it's the original because of the nostalgia for it. But I also do like the movie. I think the movie is really good. I have to say, though, when I saw the play... The girl playing Jasmine was so bad, so bad, and I'm so sorry for her because apparently she was extremely nice. She was really nice, but she could not hit those she high couldn't. notes. She couldn't, like it was the struggle. And I was just like, oh. But also, the guy playing the genie was he overtook the whole show. Oh, he's so good. I think that's the. Th- I think that's the thing that I'm like now that I'm thinking if that if the genie's not there, I don't know if I I like the movie. It's a good movie, but the genie makes it. The genie makes the movie. Makes it like the top-notch Disney when that I like. When you think of Aladdin, you literally don't think of the title character You think Aladdin. of Jafar you and you think, think of, of genie. No, you think of the genie. No, I know, but also I think Jafar is brought up a lot because I think he's a, he is a popular and villain. The guy who played Jafar in the animated film, didn't he play him on Broadway? He too? was. I just read it until like January of 2022. And he was the only person that's played the character in Broadway and the movie, like version. So, no, I know. I, I was watching the movie and like, all I can think of was like, oh wow, they they changed that a lot. Oh wow, this they added like, I was like, I forgot like Abu is not even in it, and it's like his three friends that were apparently in the movie at one point. They cut him out. It was a whole thing. I was looking at it through the Broadway show because I saw it. I, I must be a hundred times working there, but like friend like me, I can like, ne- I, I can just like say it when well, it comes I think on. Everyone, no, I can't. Now, did you like the Broadway show? Like, is that a higher level for you than the remake in the, in the no, original? The Broadway show is definitely the bottom of it. I like the effects in the Broadway show, but I wasn't, like, super impressed did with it. Did we ever figure out still how they did yeah, I know. A Whole New World? He told me. Yeah, I, t- I forgot, and I was thinking about it. Do you want me to tell you? Yeah. I mean, exclusive. You've seen Aladdin on Broadway. Well, I don't know if they, they haven't changed it, probably. But they have hundreds of these little wires that are on each end, and it, it floats. I think it's, like, air that pushes it up and down um, on those little, and you can't, I saw it once during working there. I saw the wires because I guess the way it was moving, you it's hundreds of little wires on each corner. I remember seeing that and being like, how are they doing this? I don't see wires. Oh yeah. I remember being like, and I've seen many a Broadway play and 99% of the time I can be like, oh, they're literally, there is some chorus person running up behind them to hook them up to something disney has that those that's i think disney like i think that's why i like i like disney broadway shows because they put no, that extra no because in frozen no, i know i, I was remember gonna, i remember seeing the the string pull the dress away if you let me finish my story i was gonna say like i think lion king had great moments beauty and the beast had great moments frozen was the one where i was like oh when the when she's singing let it go and the castle comes up it's gonna be so good and literally 
I don't even think a castle came up. Like ice was ca- a, it was like a little tiny. So like it was icicles distance. came down. I'm like, oh, <laughs> there was a better scene. It was the original song for that that play. That was I thought the the best. I'm trying where to where the, the ice spears kept coming yes. up from the stage. Well, they, they were like push it out from the side of the stage. Yeah, and it would come up from the ground. That I thought was R.I.P. Frozen on Broadway. Now let me ask you this question because I I know we, you were saying that I think without di- without Genie the movie for you guys the movie wouldn't have been as good. Some people said this was the start of the decline for Renaissance era. Do you do you think it's that yeah, what bad? Comes no, after because this? the Lion King came after. They Aladdin. said except for the. They said I mean this guy makes no sense then because he said except <laughs> for the Lion King. But I was just curious. Do you think it this is the first misstep on that like downward after like uh I think it was what's ninety five was it what was ninety five I'm looking it up right there. hold on hold your horses see but that's him saying then the oh, Pocahontas see but then that's him no, saying no. here I think they only had one misstep in in the Renaissance and it was the Hunchback of Notre Dame see but I haven't watched that in years but they said like you rewatch no, it as an adult they said that Pocahontas is a big misstep yeah too. if I'm looking at it right now it has a fifty four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So, like, I disagree because I'm Pocahontas biased. That was the first VHS I ever got. And it was, like, my first Disney movie that I remembered because I was three. So, I'm obsessed with Pocahontas. And I think Pocahontas is still a really good fucking movie. See, but I don't consider Aladdin. I like Aladdin. I don't consider it a misstep. I don't, I never, I don't consider it a No, misstep. but I'm saying, like, he's saying, like, ever since, like, except for Lion King, it went down and down. I'm like, well, that's saying that Mulan's not good. I'm like, Mulan's great. Tarzan's great. Ooh, Hercules Tarzan's is great. great. I, it's I, really just the Hunchback of Notre Dame. I mean, Pocahontas, yes, too. But again, I'm being biased. I don't think Pocahontas deserves it. The Hunchback of Notre Dame, for sure. Because I don't think it's downwards. I think that Disney took a lot of risks and did two dark movies. Because mm-hmm. Pocahontas is a pretty dark movie when you think of it. And we all know Hunchback of Notre Dame is 100% a dark-ass fucking movie. Yeah. See, like, I I actually... One of the things I liked about Aladdin that was not, like... It that it took... It didn't do the princess. It had the princess as the side character. And I guess that could be some of their negatives towards the movie. But I like that it was just, like, different. If you line them all up, I think, after... Well, I guess, like, that was the start of them not doing just, like, princess, princess, princess. And I kind of like... That, that, I feel like that seems, like, refreshing to me. But then they did it a lot more after, so I guess it loses its value a little bit. But I don't know. I, I really like the last. To be I, honest, for me, I think from Pocahontas onward is more refreshing than the Little Mermaid and Aladdin. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like I realized, like it lost its value of being different. Literally, than like the next movie, I guess would be Lion King. Yeah, and then I'm looking after the Renaissance. There's only like one movie, two movies that really I remember, like that made a. What are they? Well, you got. Uh, Lilo and Stitch. Lilo and Stitch was big. And The Emperor's New Groove. Emperor's which was not a big movie when it came out. They have some, I like me. But the then Robinsons you got like Atlantis, stuff. Treasure Planet, Ooh. Brother Bear, Home Ooh. on the Range, Oof. Chicken Little. Oof, I like Chicken I Little. I like Chicken Little. And but then you get, then, then they start to come back a little bit with Princess and the Frog, Tangles, yes. Wreck-It Ralph, mm-hmm. Frozen. Well, they say that was the start of like the new, like the new Renaissance. Like that was the new era. I think that we're still in. I mean, the first Disney Renaissance, to be honest, for me, and obviously that's because I was born during that era, are the best Disney movies out of all the Disney movies that have been released. I bet you a few. Yeah, I, I think it depends on who you ask. Like, it depends on what you were growing up with. Like, obviously, I feel like for all of us, it's the like the 90s ones. But I'm also I'm I'm just 
love a good Disney movie. So it has to be really bad for me to not like the Disney movie. Well, you're Disney biased. Yeah, so. like Brother Bear. Brother Bear. To be honest not. with you, I don't. Even, I I forget that's a Disney. I movie remember sometimes. seeing Brother Bear's that terrible in the theater. Now let me ask you this question before we move to the back end of the okay the show. I, I'm so sorry. You breaking stuff? No, I was trying to move oh. it. And I think we we kind of we kind of like said it a little bit on the podcast, but the, it it was supposed to be like a very different movie. Do you think? Like, do you know much about like what it was supposed to be, Jimmy? Like, did you read about it? I mean, I know that they had to change some lyrics because they were like, mm, no, no. But I think like the story was supposed to be. Oh no, I have no. They idea. Cut so, the mom out. So there was supposed to be this a different. Do you think a different story would? Do you think it needs to be a different story? Uh, you know what? I think it would have been weird without a dead mom. So. I'm just saying the Disney trope. Yeah. So, but what I'm saying is like, do you think the story needs to be retooled in order for, to appreciate it better in your mind? I think they need to make Jasmine a little more there Mm -hmm. and not just like, I want, I want to choose my own husband. I don't want him. She was a little whiny. Um, I think Jafar because I could have went a little farther with him, just a little more menacing, a little more creepiness with that. That's I, something they actually changed. The Jafar, Jafar was supposed to be more like Iago. Iago, and I thought that 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 actually worked better the way they did it because I can't see Iago being the more calm and collected. No, one, yeah, same. And Jafar going around crazy screaming. It would lose. I don't think he would be as good of a villain if he no, was going crazy like that. Very, very like sophisticated and know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I there, don't think there is a villain. That's well, Isma. Isma, I love Isma. But that's Isma. <laughs> Could you say that Gaston was very like he got all crazy? Mm, yeah, yeah, I can see Gaston. And is that why maybe you don't consider him a great villain because it's not as subdued and like sophisticated of a character? Yeah. And I actually Googled because I forgot. I was like, does 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 he have a, a villain song? And I had to Google it, and it's just a reprise. Jafar, of, no, Jafar is one of the few. Jafar he does tech, have. He does. It's a reprise. But he doesn't have his own song. No. And like it's t- I think that they said that in Tangled. There's no villain song. Well, even though Mother Knows Best, the villain song in Tangled. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say Tangled? I meant uh, Frozen. It's Frozen, like technically yeah. Love is the Open Door is supposed to be it. But like you, it's, it's not. not a villain song. No. So I, yeah, that, that like the two of them are the only two that don't Frozen have their two own song. Just didn't have a villain. So. See, but I think. I did not like Frozen 2. Oh, really? I liked it better than the original. We had like a whole argument on our podcast. Watch our episode on Frozen 2 where I said I did not enjoy it. But I do think, like, nowadays animation can get to, like, the part where, like, you don't even need a villain if it's a good story. Sometimes I feel like the villain helps the story, but if you don't even need a villain, I don't think you need a... Like, if the story's Frozen that good... Frozen 2 needed a villain. I See, I don't think it needed it. I but. did not like Frozen 2 at all. I don't think I rewatched it. Nope, just kidding, I have because of my niece. But me, myself, have not rewatched it since we saw it in theaters. Also, Aladdin... I don't feel like there's nothing you can do for Aladdin to make him better. Just no like, matter what, even if he had a mom or not had a mom, Aladdin is such a character stuck in a heroic trope that I can't find or even now, think of something to make him remotely more interesting. If you make him tragic, I guess in that sense. But Aladdin and, his, and, and Aladdin fourth, his dead mother returns. <laughs> the return of his dead mother. So, but like to bring it back to the question. Okay. Do you think, Kelly, do you think that like a different story could have enhance the movie or do you think like this story no. was fine i think the story it's is just fine. like the characters just couldn't be changed like that's what you're saying. yeah i think the story is fine it's just the problem with this story if you want to keep it kind of on the same track there's not much leeway to make it much different 
the characters themselves just don't pop like there's nothing special about them to me like this is story is fine but it's like i'm trying to think of ways that you could improve it but the things that you would add to improve it kind of almost change the story because again it's called aladdin so it's like my thing is how do we make aladdin himself better and i just cannot think of a way to make aladdin himself better for the movie you can enhance all the side characters all you want, but we're calling it Aladdin. Do you think this is on the 250 list because of Genie and, and Genie alone? To yeah. be honest, I don't know why this is on the 250 list. I, I think it's on the 250 list because of Genie, and then two, I think it's because of the remake, and I think the remake gave it a lot of boosts because the remake did not get great. Um, did not get it didn't do well. So then, like why would that very well? Why would it uh, critically? Uh, I'm well. like money wise, it no critically it didn't do well. But what I think is that a lot of people went back to rewatch it and then up their scores <laughs> see but then i feel like it would have been a higher score than what it is though well like, it's also been like four years what aladdin you're saying yeah like the remake or the original the original so you're saying the remake boosted the boosted the ratings of the of, of the, the original. original because okay. people went back to go watch and were like whoa this is so much better because it's not a lot of pe- even though it made a shit ton of money it didn't do well critically and a lot of people didn't like it initially so i think a lot of people went back Watch the animated one, up the score a lot, and that's why it's on scraping the very bottom. And now it's been like four years, so it's kind of like I wouldn't be surprised if that dropped out <gasps> before the end of this year. Mm. We'll have to see. I don't know. I just I like the movie. I don't know. I I, I but I'm also Disney biased. It's just like it was a fu- it's a fun Disney movie that's appeals to everyone. But we're moving on to win lose. And I hope you enjoyed the songs because that's the this is the part of the game. I I I I'd like you to know that I wanted to press this button all gate day and I I haven't. All I'm, I'm proud gay of you. Day. That's so what you said. the game was inspired because there's eight other songs that were written for the film that were later cut. Multiple songs. Some of them were used in the Broadway musical. So I was like, hmm, how can we incorporate song into the game? Wait, the Broadway musical had other songs. That it had yeah. um, call me Pri- call me princess. Uh, the the friend song high adventure there's a bunch of other did songs did they sing proud of your they, boy did they add speechless into the play after the remake no. okay the game i'm going to name i'm going to give i'm going to read lyrics to a song you have to guess the song it's i'm in. not going to be able to do this so we're going to start with easy i feel like i only know like two songs so here's the first one and when i say go you can buzz it wait we have to finish the lyrics no no, no. i'm going to tell you you said tell me what song it is oh a dazzling place i never knew but now, from way up here, but now from way up here, it's crystal clear. Go. I'm gonna give it to Kelly. A whole new world. Yes, congrats. This is this is the this is the part of the song. Wait, how did they get to the Great Wall of China? They were going. Why are you like, talking about the song? They were going all over the world. I'm like, how fast is this carpet? This is a whole new world. I'm very scared about uh, copyright. It's like, <laughs> I, as long as it's not 30 seconds. That's actually a myth it, <laughs> it, <laughs> in the copyright world. It's like if you even use a second. Well, like, then so. we'd be we'd be taken down for multiple reasons of other. We podcasts. don't own any of this Disney. Yeah, and we're not Dis- making any money. FYI, Disney <laughs> Disney is it, they're they're ruthless when it comes to their copyright. Number two, this is another one. Come on down, stop on by, hop on a carpet and fly, go. Jimmy. A Prince Ali? No. <laughs> Kelly. A friend like me? No. Jimmy. One jump ahead? No. One, one. The only other song that's missing. Proud of your boy? No, it's not even in the movie. Oh. 
Come on down. Stop on by. Hop a carpet and fly. Humiliate the boy? Jimmy. Poor unfortunate soul keeps coming through my head. What's the one song you're missing? Prince Ali. No, you said that oh, already. Oh, oh the Ali. opening Arabian Nights. Come on down, stop on by, hop a carpet and fly. I actually love that song, actually. But <laughs> I, I see, I was trying to, I was trying to like say it in like the way they say it, but it didn't work. Okay. <laughs> I forgot that was a song in the beginning. Of the you know what sucks is that I think it plays on my harmonious playlist all the time. Final ones tied. The winning score here. Down on one knee. Now try your best to say calm. Brush up on your Sunday salam. Go. Kelly. Prince Ali. Congrats. Down on one knee. Oh. Now try your best to stay calm. Brush up your Sunday salam. Kelly, congrats. You win and you don't have to drink. Jimmy, I'm so sorry. I was going to say this movie had a lot of adult references in it. Or just references that like adults would get but not like inappropriate i think what makes a good animated movie is to have multi-layered elements so all ages can enjoy so that, that kind of makes sense i feel like that's common in like disney animated no movies. like like we were watching shrek 2 randomly last night yeah and like that had some inappropriate well, yeah like shrek is definitely like that has some innuendos. this one it was just like let me do a jack nicholson impersonation what children it with childs did he get that no but that's one. why I love Genie. It was just like a joke a minute. And like, I love just like trying to get all the references. Even as an adult, like understanding the references now, I liked Throw it even better. Kinky. You're getting a kinky ruby, a bright fusion of grapefruit, kiwi, and elderflower. I feel like he's tried this one before. We tried them all. Elderflower. Uh -huh. Jimmy, enjoy your non-prize for losing the game. Smells like perfume. Oh, I like this one. Okay, I so finish it. It's a thing. shot. You don't understand these these Didn't we punishments. Didn't this out? It's not you a shot. Take I know. it as a shot. Yes, you can easily. No, no it's like, you had that. Tr you had that problem too. And you're like, I understand why you guys said that. Yeah, now. but you just open your mouth and take it. Then you can't sip it, but you have to just open your mouth and take it. Yeah, but it doesn't. There come you go. See? Out. It you doesn't it. come out quickly. We didn't do my letterbox reviews, just so you know. Well, that's not my problem that you didn't say it. You usually say, "Hey Jimmy, did you see any uh, cool letterbox reviews?" Hey Jimmy, did you see any cool letterbox reviews? Yeah, I have a star from Patrick Star. <laughs> I only need one wish, and that's for this movie to disappear. Whoa. That's rude. That's intense. I don't um, get the hate for this movie. I really don't. It's I don't I feel like it's just not hate. It's just like in all honesty, it's not that interesting of a movie. But it's better than a, a lot of uh, okay. some of the Disney movies though. This is some good one. reviews from Sale XRMXRS, five stars. Still bangs. It does. I agree with Sales, XRM, XRS. Um, There's nothing that's like, it doesn't go anywhere. It does. Uh, it does, doesn't take a risk. It it's does not a have risk a whole movie. new world. Okay, besides that, it's not a risk movie. I think a genie special about Aladdin. Okay, but it's not a risk movie, the story. That's why a lot of people aren't, like, what's so risky about Are it? Are any of the Disney Pocahontas, dark. Hunchback of Notre Dame, dark. Hercules even goes dark. It kills Meg, and they go to the underworld. Um, what about, like, the, the Lion King? You, uh, you have... You have killing your sibling and then there's Beauty the beast is bestiality like there's a lot of stuff that okay that disney i mean aladdin little mermaid what uh, is what is so dark about aladdin changing yourself for a man they kill him 
They try to kill him. Okay, that's like not it. Uh, you just named a bunch of things like but they people try to kill him. Tarzan, people actually Tarzan, died. They actually they show the dead bodies they, of his parents. They, they show of uh, oh Tarzan. No, they show the uh, what's his face? What, what's the Mulan? Villain? They show a doll because a fucking child got killed in the war what, in China what with was, the Huns. What was the uh, what was the Hunchback Clayton. of Notre Dame? Clayton. Clayton gets hung. Clayton gets hanged. I'll give you a risk. They made Jafar kiss a teenager. Oh yeah. Well, but but that's what I'm saying. Like Aladdin is a safe movie by the Disney Renaissance like movies, because the rest of them after Aladdin took a lot of risks in terms of storytelling. Like not afraid to confront death, murder, war, killing. Like even like religious shit with Hunchback of Notre Dame. Uh, Pocahontas was colonialism. But that's what I'm saying. Like. Aladdin is pretty safe, and Little Mermaid is pretty safe in that sense. So we're talking about the first two movies that started the Renaissance. Uh, Beauty and the Beast, I would say, is a little safe too. It's, it's but after. Beauty and the Beast also has the death of Gaston and everything like that. Beauty and the Beast, I think, what it's more the, what people love about that is like the story is actually like fleshed out. Like it's an actual like yeah. real story. I, I I'm not saying I disagree with you. I'm just playing devil's advocate because I'm like I think people like the I I do say it's comforting, but maybe not risk-taking yeah, yeah i agree with you what i'm saying yeah no I, I agree i think what makes it exciting this movie is the genie i think the genie is carrying the movie and it it's very noticeable when he comes on the screen yeah but that's like one thing that's why it's just like that's not enough to sustain the movie interest at least for me uh moving on to mvp lvp jimmy what is your most valuable player robin williams kelly robin williams i'm gonna go genie change it up a little bit least favorite player lvp jimmy uh, the character development of anyone in particular, Jasmine, Jasmine, Aladdin himself. I was going to say not giving Jasmine more to do. That was mine. Um, but anyway, as we wrap it up, we're going to. Down one. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to Prince Ali. <laughs> Ratings, Jimmy. I'm in between an eight and a nine, but because I'm Disney biased and I love this era of Disney animated movies, I'm giving it a nine. It's very comforting for Kelly. me. I'll give it like a six and a half. I was going to give it a seven. What was the score, Jimmy? What was the rating? Seven and a half. Seven and a half? Okay. Only only 0.5 away from uh, IMD rating of eight. Uh, Jimmy, close us out with your clues for next week. <clears throat> or next episode. I want you to hold my hand as you take my breath away in the danger zone. This next movie, is it saved cinema. And on that okay. note, we will see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. You can hear us anywhere you listen to podcasts, and we want to hear what you think, so leave us a review. Give us some likes on social media at Pop Review. Click around www.poporreview.com. Become a member of our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash review for exclusive content and drink recipes. And one last thing before you go, make sure to check out the Titan Media Collective and Titan Cast Network. Enjoy the rest of your movie Monday. That was a Titan cast episode.